Hello there, friends. You are tuned in to the Unconventional Yogi Podcast with yours truly, Colette Marie. It has been quite a while since my last podcast discussion. Thank you for hanging in there and being present. Today's topic is Mercury Retrograde. Some of you might not be uh, in the know of what Mercury retrograde is, and that's totally fine. And some of you might have a sort of ritual set up for yourselves during Mercury retrogrades, and some of you might simply be exploring what Mercury retrograde is all about and what it means for you. Firstly, allow me to provide... Uh, some date information that might be useful for you. The start of our upcoming Mercury retrograde is September 9th to October 1st. So that is a date for you to consider. September 9th through to October 1st. Typically these retrogrades last about 21 days. And They are a celestial event, and what that means is the motion, the retrograde motion, is that it starts with the understanding that planets in our solar system orbit the sun at different distances and speeds. While we orbit the sun ourselves, we can observe the other planets moving across our sky following their own paths. Sometimes it can appear from our perspective that a planet has abruptly switched directions and has started a move in reverse across the sky. This is, of course, an illusion caused by the position of Earth in relation to that of the planet, since a planet in orbit always travels in one set direction and can't suddenly reverse course. This is why we call the phenomenon apparent retrograde motion as it only looks like the planet is moving backward quote-unquote retrograde motion and this information is according to almanac.com you can go right on to almanac.com and look at mercury retrograde dates for 2022 that is where i have gathered this information and am sharing it with you Mercury Mercury retrograde happens typically three times a year. The planet Mercury appears to travel backward across the sky. And of course, we refer to it as apparent retrograde motion or Mercury retrograde. Just to sum that up. Everyone has a... Well, let me, let me, let me retract. I don't want to say the, the term everyone... Different folks who subscribe to the astrological teachings, if you will, have a prescribed notion of what Mercury retrograde is, what it does, what it means for them, and what they should or should not do during this particular time uh, of our celestial uh, changes. I used to be one of those individuals that subscribe to a set of rituals and rules and methods of doing things during that three weeks of time. However, 
I have chosen to no longer engage in that way. I realized that I ended up putting more emphasis on sort of the spookiness of Mercury retrograde because for a number of reasons, Mercury retrograde comes with this taboo, not taboo, but sort of dread feeling for some it did for me anyway I worried about it it caused me great anxiety thinking about it because apparently it affects things like communication technology machinery Um, this event also uh, impacts contractual agreements travel nuances such as airplane rides, car rides, train rides, things of that nature, meaning um, a flight could get canceled or um, ticketing information is, is not correct or something happened in the transferal of information to your ticket that was discombobulated. Weird snafus such as that occur. Same thing with contractual agreements. Perhaps you're in the process of closing on a house and you are signing a contract during the time of a Mercury retrograde. So the idea is that sometimes these situations are uh, problematic, meaning that there's perhaps a thing in the house that was not disclosed upon signing the contract or the price isn't what was negotiated and that's in the contract. Again, more weird snafus that occur, which is why uh, some uh, folks say that it, that are subscribers of astrological events do not sign contracts during a retrograde, do not enter into any agreements during a retrograde, don't travel during a retrograde, things like that. Also, be prepared that something might break, like an air conditioning unit, or a refrigerator, or the car, or something like that, or the phone stops working, or your laptop doesn't turn on, more snafus, or an email does not get delivered, and you have a time constraint, and and there's a project, and a communication must go through, and it doesn't, and therefore confusion ensues. So communication is number one at the top of the list of things to be on the lookout for. However, friends, I am going to tell you firsthand that although this particular celestial event seemingly impacts these various areas of our lives, technology, communication, travel, contracts, relationships, health, we ought to also apply a great deal of critical thinking during this time as well. Meaning, let us not chalk up everything that goes wrong in our life to Mercury Mercury retrograde. Because then we are perhaps not taking accountability for our own actions and not taking accountability for some perhaps poor decision-making. Lack of preparation. These are everyday things. They have nothing to do with a retrograde. 
properly communicating with somebody and making sure that you're clear and concise in your communication. Again, that's everyday types of things that we should be deferring to regularly. And perhaps, I don't know, the the retrograde could help shed some light on ways in which you communicate and styles of communication that are not clear, not concise, that create confusion, that uh, the reader or the audience or the listener is unable to understand what the goal and the purpose of what you're saying is. This is just communication skills 101. It has nothing to do with the retrograde. However, a retrograde could potentially point those things out to you. And perhaps the pointers are great in that, hey, we all can benefit from improving our communication skills and improving our communication style. Text messages, for example. If you're texting somebody, be sure that the text is sensible, readable, concise, complete, makes uh, makes sense and that you're not deferring to sort of a text shorthand and that your emotional um, aspect of what you're trying to convey is conveyed in a way that does not feel defensive for the other person. Texting is difficult. If we are emotional and we are trying to communicate that emotion to the person and we are not knowing the art of communication fully and in all of its nuances and glory, that text can be easily misconstrued. And next thing you know, there's an argument that breaks out because something in the communication was not conveyed properly. I have learned that not because of a Mercury retrograde. I learned that because of my communication courses that I've been taking at the school at Community College of Philadelphia and currently Temple University with regards to professional writing in this instance. Relationships. Relationships are what they are. They are filled with ups and downs, ebbs and flows. Whether that's a friendship, a relationship meaning, you know, you're with your family, so there's the dynamic of familial relationships and what those might entail, romantic relationships, relationships with your mechanic, meaning how you communicate when the car is coming in to be checked on and so on and so forth, which I am going to do when I'm finished with this podcast is make sure that I am scheduled to bring my car in on Tuesday because I have not yet received a confirmation email on that point. Traveling. I'm still going to travel to and from places. I am not going to stop traveling and moving about for three whole weeks, especially when I have a business that requires me to bounce around, especially if you have a business that requires you to get on a plane and fly to some new location for a business meeting. You don't stop your life for three weeks, friends. That is counterproductive to do so. Just make sure all your I's are dotted and T's are crossed. Make sure your ticketing information is correct. Check on it once, check on it again, check on it before you get on the flight, check on it as you're headed to the airport. Make sure that you have everything that you need to travel with you. So it this time period really, for me, in my view, 
prompts me to tighten up in every aspect of my life. Tighten up, meaning make sure I have all of the details covered for every area. It's a bit inundating in a way. It's the idea of quote-unquote tightening up and paying attention to every single detail can be daunting. However, there is value in that sort of behavior and it does set a tone for the rest of your day and can be a, a habitual method of doing your life, which is not a bad thing. With regards to health, sure, slow down a little bit, you know, meaning don't be in such a hurry. So the snafus I mentioned before, the snafus happen even during a retrograde regarding health. Uh, For example, if I am busy in my mind running around trying to solve problems, check off boxes on the list of things to do, and I'm running outside to get the dog to come back in the house and I stub my toe on the corner of the door frame and it's very painful experience and I'm swearing to myself and I'm angry and I'm wondering what the F is going on why would I do such a stupid thing that is when I say to myself oh shit I should totally slow down what am I doing I need to be present There is no reason for my mind to be running in different directions and I am not paying attention to my motor skills, thereby stubbing my toe on the frame of the door or tripping and falling in the house because I am not paying attention to my bodily mechanics because I'm freaking out that I cannot find my keys to the car and I'm going to be late to see a client have not actually tripped and tripped and fell in the house but it, it, it is a possibility of snafus for example it happens grabbing a pot without the uh, oven mitt and I burn my hand because I am busy in my head thinking about a myriad of things and I'm and I am not paying attention to the fact that I just got done cooking a pot of food and the pot is hot Really, this has nothing to do with retrograde people. This has all to do with being present in the moment and not allowing all of the distractions of life get in the way of being in a particular point in time. So if I'm cooking food, I should be present with cooking food. If I am walking the dog, I need to be present with walking the dog. If I am doing homework, then I need to be present on doing my homework and not have a myriad of grammatical errors because I'm rushing and thinking about the next assignment. Things like that. That's not retrograde related. That's everyday related. So the question I had for myself or proposed to a friend as we were discussing the nuances of Mercury retrograde last week before yoga class is the question was how much of the behavior that you exhibit is actually you and not retrograde it's a good question is it really just you being you not being present being distracted having uh, things going on that you need to really address and haven't and have not addressed those things and have procrastinated 
In other words, how much of retrograde is retrograde and how much of the behavior is your behavior and has nothing to do with a retrograde. Because I believe that sometimes for some people, everything is to blame on the retrograde when things go wrong, which I believe to be, again, counterproductive. Not taking accountability for not being able to pay a bill because one did not properly budget money to have the money set aside to meet financial obligations for that month. Don't blame Mercury retrograde for that. That's just bad planning, right? Also, if there is a health issue and you have not fully addressed it and you've waited, waited, and waited and didn't make the proper uh, appointments and you've delayed everything because you're delaying something for whatever reason and then the problem gets worse and worse and worse, don't blame retrograde. That's just bad planning. If you're having this argument with your spouse and it's lasted for days and you're not talking to each other and you're sleeping in separate rooms because you're both angry with each other, don't blame retrograde. That's just bad communication. So in other words, friends, how much of Mercury retrograde is responsible for the errors that might occur in our life on a day-to-day basis during that three weeks of time? 20%, 40%, 80%. I think that Mercury retrograde has a place at some small level, but I do not agree, nor do I believe that it is the uh, the sole reason why things go wrong in that three weeks of time. I do not agree. I do not believe that. We are the authors of our own life script, meaning we have control over what we do, what we think, what we say, what we eat, how we treat our bodies, how we treat others, how we communicate, how we convey messages, how we do our work, how we plan, prepare, initiate projects, complete projects, Those things are all within our realm of control. Very little has to do with the outside world. And when the outside world does creep in and something happens that is beyond our control, that's not Mercury retrograde. That is just circumstantial because a number of things happen beyond our control. We can't control other people. We can't control what they think, what they say, what they do, what they wear, what they look like how they perform, what their behavior is going to be, how they interact with us, how they communicate. None of that stuff do we have control over. We only have control over our own mind and our own body. That's it. So to blame Mercury retrograde for the things that might go wrong during that three weeks of time, uh, to me, is not sensible not reasonable. However, you can do certain rituals or engage in certain rituals that will, if, if you need to help to create some space for yourself, maybe slowing down and how you do communicate, really look at the nuances of your communication. 
perhaps take stock in your health. Notice if there's anything that you might want to address and go about taking the necessary steps to address those things. Checking in on some of the uh, machinery that you have, car, appliances, and making sure that they're properly running. And if they, are, if you feel like something might not be working out well, if there's something going on, prepare budgetarily to maybe replace that item so that you're not caught off guard. Things like that. And be present with what you are doing in your day-to-day. Be present with a project. Be present with your grandchild. Be present with your children. Be present with yourself. Be present in whatever task you are engaging in. Try not to be overly distracted creating mistakes that are unnecessary for yourself. Be prepared. Plan accordingly as best as you can. Be flexible. You know, shit happens, right? Shit does happen. And we want to be flexible and be able to weather those storms when they do arise. Be firm in your mind, knowing that you have the mental wherewithal and capability to solving a problem when it arises. So, my friends, Mercury retrograde, though a celestial phenomenon, meaning the optical illusion of Mercury traveling backwards in the sky is just that, really. It's an optical illusion. However, the significance from a, from a sort of metaphysical standpoint for some, those that are in the alternative medical perspectives and persuasion or are into other types of rituals and whatnot, Mercury retrograde can represent a host of things. But my advice is to really look at what those things are and determine how much of those things are really within your realm of control and how much of it is is beyond your control. And to attribute what might be going wrong or what snafus might be occurring to the possibility that there was something that you could have done to avoid those things and not blame a retrograde for it. Take accountability for your actions, friends. Really critically think about what Mercury retrograde means and remember that you have control over your own minds, own mind, and your own body. That's it. Thank you for tuning in to the Unconventional Yogi Podcast with yours truly, Colette Marie.